Live from WC News, I'm Brady Fitzgerald, and this is The Countdown. Tonight, we discuss the upcoming SEC matchup at Williams-Brice Stadium this Saturday versus the Florida Gators. Then, basketball basketball season is upon us, and we are both pumped up for both Gamecocks teams to tip off in the next coming weeks. Plus, the Braves just won the World Series. We talk about the whole series, the series as a whole and what's next for the champs. All that coming up on The Countdown. Top. I'm your host, Brady Trail, joined with my co-host today, the return of the J-Dog. G-Money Dog, homie bro, what's up? What's crack a How you doing, Jay? You know, another day, another 50 cents. So where you been? Tell the people where you've been. I've been working, man. You know, this uh, senior semester with uh, the J-School, broadcast journalism, you, you're constantly focused on trying to get a story and being better at every trait that you do, just like every other college student here, especially during your senior year, getting ready to graduate, and what are your prospects after you you walk that, that graduation uh, uh, field come December and, and May. So a lot of preparation, a lot of stress uh, goes into it. Uh, but then again, you also have a lot of fun learning and trying new things. So it's not that I don't want to be here, fans. It's that it's school, and school takes priority. Always. That's a, that's a fair point. Glad to have you back. Uh you at the zoo? You were doing some sports stuff. What's the what's been your favorite so far? Well, I did a a story recently, um, and it was uh, called the Big Red Barn. And as if you do not know, I am a, a retired uh, army guy. I spent almost twenty one years in the army, and uh, one of the one of the things we do in broadcasting is every four weeks we do a long form story, which is two and a half minutes. And at each, each long form you do, you want to be more compelling, more detailed, more in-depth. And so uh, this long, the, the, this barn story I did was about veterans and mm-hmm. when they get out and combat stress. And as opposed to medicating these uh, combat veterans to heal their PTSD, it's more of a holistic approach um, where it involves sitting down with like-minded individuals going through the same thing and using horses and using flowers and fish and, and, and the outdoors and adjusting themselves accordingly other than using drugs. Well, that, that's, that's really interesting and really, uh, you know, it's important. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's great. Uh, so let's, let's get right back into it, Jay. We're, we're good to have you back. Since, since, you've, uh, since you've been gone, we've had, we've had one week of not losing. Yes. Because we, we didn't have a game. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to look at it. Hey, we can't lose if we're not playing. Yes, we can't lose if we're not playing. This week, we have another QB controversy. Uh, our guy, Zeb Nolan, who was starting uh, last week and started earlier in the year, he hurt his ankle, and uh, Jason Brown is playing. And now uh, Shane Beamer doesn't know who's starting. Mm-mm-mm. So... <clears throat> As if you've been listening to the show, you know I've been a big fan of Jason Brown for, for no reason, just because I just want to see him play. But it's either him or Zeb Dolan this week, and I, it's leaning towards him. 
And, uh, you know, maybe that lights a spark in us. Yeah, you know what? I think that it should be Jason Brown because he's that cat that came from the New England. That's your connection, Mr. Boston Celtics sweater wearing today. And he has <laughs> Jenkins wide receiver. So I think that it's a great opportunity for Brown to come out of that shell uh, and and show uh, not only SEC, not only Gamecocks, but uh, the nation as well because this is going to be a, a nationally televised game against these Florida Gators to show that what he's actually capable of. Um, he has nothing to hold himself back. He has opportunity uh, galore. Um, why, why not? Why not give him that opportunity uh, to either fail or succeed? Why, what do you have to lose if you're Shane Beamer? With this South Carolina team, there is nothing to lose. There is nothing to lose at all. We've ended all of our last couple games have not been good. Barely beaten Vanderbilt, getting blown out by Texas A&M. This is a, a used to, like, late, earlier in this year, top 20, ranked, top 20 ranked team. Now they've fallen down back to our level. So let's show these Florida Gators that we can, we can keep up with them. Well, let's, let's, let's be optimistic yet realistic. Mm-hmm. What do you take? Uh, uh, what, what was a prediction on this game? A prediction for this game, looking at how they played Vanderbilt, how they played Tennessee, how they played, I mean, Georgia. Looked, same results for everyone, which is kind of funny mm-hmm. for Georgia. Uh, but even beating LSU or losing to LSU, they uh, I, I feel like honestly, realistically, it'll probably be hopefully Gamecocks fourteen, Florida twenty eight. Mm, yeah, I'm thinking the same thing. It's that, gonna be a want want want. Yeah, a lot of people are gonna be there. Thank goodness for our Gamecock Nation, our fans around the country and around the state who decide to come to Williams Bryce Stadium and constantly support this team. But it doesn't seem to be making a difference. And I know that Shane wants you out there, and we all want you out there. Enjoy yourself, get the college experience, and be there at the field. But at the same time, do not expect greatness because this team is not great. We are in a, a rebuilding mode, and uh, as as Brady, don't call me Tom, stated, I think it's going to be a, a little further of a gap than that if we score it all. But, uh, you know, I'm thinking maybe uh, 10 we might get 10 points off of special teams because that's what we seem to do. And we got a, one of the, if not the best defensive backs in the nation with interceptions. Yes, sir. Um, Jalen Foster. Absolutely. So if we decide to make this a game, it's going to come off of uh, special teams. That's three aspects, offense, defense, and special teams. Offense is not doing anything. I'm sorry to tell you that. We're going to get some yards from passing from Jenkins Brown. But, but – uh, it, we have to rely on special teams in, in order to make it close, but I think uh, Florida's going to be in the 20s, if not 30s, and we're going to be around 10. I agree. You know, as uh, as we always say, I feel like every every show, that it's uh, every given Saturday. So there's not – let's not bury this team sure. quite so yet. There's uh, there's definitely – maybe with the quarterback change, there's a spark. Uh, maybe they play some new personnel that, you know – plays a little differently we can score some points but I do tend to agree if there's going to be any points coming from this game it's going to be off defense and special teams yeah where especially with this Florida this Florida team is is they're not ranked but they're they're still not bad no they're not bad at all and they can hold their own unlike us they can hold their own and be competitive throughout a game and it just so happens that Gamecocks cannot finish anything especially in the first quarter so uh, uh some of the other students were talking about it today that if we don't win the first quarter we're not going to win the game and if you can tell me off the top of your head within the next three seconds what game have we won other than that first illinois game uh that we won the first quarter in can you tell me zero none, none. so the uh the the outlooks uh are not bright but hey like you said any given saturday what's weird about this gamecock team is 
they in the, especially in the first half, first quarter, it seems like they're not into it yet. No. It's like they have to get their butt kicked in the first half. They haven't bought into try it. To wake up. Yeah, no, they haven't bought into it. I feel like they're not working as a This is this reminds me a lot of our men's basketball team that we talked about last year. Yes, exactly. They all just playing for themselves, not as a team effort. There's lack of chemistry. There's lack of desire to be that, excuse me, uh, as we say in the Army, that battle buddy to your left and right is who you are fighting for. You're not necessarily fighting for that flag. Yes, you are. That's ultimately why you signed that line is dotted. But at the same time, when you're out there on the field, you're all that's all you have. And so on this football team, that guy on the left and guy to the right, they are not holding hands as they should uh, mentally and helping each other succeed, and it's obvious, and everybody can see it. Yeah, and it's really, it's really a shame. I'm sure next year it'll be much better with a full year under Shane Beamer's belt. Uh, more recruits that he's actually recruiting will be there. It won't be uh, older guys that he doesn't, you know, he didn't recruit these guys, most right. of them. So yeah. he'll have more of his fingerprints on the team. Yeah. And hopefully we see a big step up next year. But we still, as Shane Beamer said, as we've been saying, got to pack the stadium. We got to show up. Got to be supportive no matter what. And uh, that's all we can say, right? Absolutely. I mean, it doesn't matter win, lose, or draw. The loyal Gamecock fans will show up. And if if the student section isn't packed, which I hope it is, Shame on you because it doesn't matter if we win, lose, and draw. Our team, our team is is still taking the field. We are doing the best we can, even though that the players are not buying into it. Here's a, here's a point I want to make: is that you know what? Some of these players do have an opportunity to go to the NFL. Very few of them, but the ones that don't, that are seniors and juniors, are playing as if they're just doing a job and they're not showing any inspiration. So when we are packed, when that stadium is roaring, it's deafening on that field. Those individuals get a sense of adrenaline and want to uh, and produce on the field, provide a product, and hopefully during this game, since it's going to be on ESPN, that they will step up to the plate and make a difference and not be embarrassed. That's a perfect way to put it. And if, as you put it, it would be embarrassing if our student section wasn't packed. And if you're a student listening right now, you know the tickets are free. Yeah. If you're still confused how to claim them, halfway through the year but monday yeah you, you put your request in for the ticket wednesday you can claim your ticket it's uh it's it's easy it's free they have shuttles to the game yes I mean, there's, there's there's absolutely no, no reason excuse. there's not you have nothing better to do other than drink beer oh what are you doing before the game at tailgating <laughs> you're drinking after. better absolutely you have something to do and just do it in a different location so if you want to complain about, oh, my God, it's like so cold out there. No, you're going to be warm. Put on a sweatshirt. Yeah, have put a on good a jersey. time. No matter where you go, if you want to go to five points, guess what? You put on a sweatshirt mm-hmm. and you put on a jersey. So get down there. Get to the field. Support the team. It doesn't matter when, lose, or draw. It doesn't matter if we're losing by 30 points. Be out there and still root for them because the team needs that support. You have a great point. Uh, and that's all we can say about this team. Let's, I think let's move on to yeah. a team that we're both very excited for. The both two teams that we're both very excited for the men and women's basketball basketball season start. Mm-hmm. The women started. Uh, they started Monday with an exhibition game. They won. I don't remember the exact scores, but it was ninety to forty. I think yeah, 90. 90 to, ninety-eight to forty-one. Yeah. So we're back, baby. Yeah. We're already number one in the polls. We it's just an exhibition game, but still, that I mean, that's that's to beat them by fifty-seven. Yeah. When you're not even supposed to try, yeah. is impressive on its own. You know, it, 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 and I was more impressed with the fact that it was a 
it was unlike the football team and unlike the men's men's basketball team of last year. We had triple a double digit scoring all throughout the roster. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we had five or six people who had even maybe even more than that. So it's not a a, a Aaliyah Boston show. It's Aaliyah Boston and 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 our new recruits. Uh, the other the, the whole team is contributing and buying into what the greatest women's basketball coach has to say, Mrs. Twenty Two Million Dollar Woman. You know, she deserves every last penny of it because the way she brings these athletes in and has them mentally buy into what she's trying to sell. And that's why they're so awesome and so productive and so, uh, I mean, if if I, was to cho- if I was to coach a male's basketball team, I would have them watch the women's basketball team play. How, yes. how do they do fundamentally sound basketball? Because that's what Coach they. Coach Staley does. So as you're saying, they had seven players with eight plus points. Yeah. For a basketball team that score, you know, and women's basketball is not the most high scoring game. So right. to have seven players that have eight plus points is pretty impressive. And that's not like that's not counting the. Uh, oh, she she might be a freshman. Uh, oh, sophomore, Miss uh, Miss Camelia. Yeah, Card- she was a transfer. Yeah, and she. I think she I, came from Syracuse. I can't pronounce her last name. Very apologize. Uh, but anyways, 18 points, leading the team, a yeah. transfer. Yeah. So th- that means they they use this game as the men should use tomorrow's game mm-hmm. versus Benedict as let's see what we got. Let's right. see what transfers we got. Let's see what freshmen we got. Because especially with the women's basketball team, they know they're good. Yeah. So they're using these games to see who else is good on the roster. Absolutely. The uh, I I am so optimistic about this. And, you know, the old lady's uh, father, uh, he's a big Maryland fan. Yes, I'm going to get the tickets. i got to get them because um, <laughs> I know she's listening. Um, that uh, he, he's very much into the fact that Maryland is going to beat USC here in Colonial Life. And, and, and I say, hey, no. No, 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 H-E, double hockey stakes, no. Uh, and the reason being because our recruiting class is better. We're bringing back the, uh, the Final Four team. There's nothing we're losing and everything we have to gain. And, there, and not only these, these transfer, transfer from Syracuse, the freshman of the year in the ACC, how, how, how can you, you – you can't take that stuff for granted. I mean, she's a great backup. If not, she's coming and start some games. But, I mean, her and Aaliyah Boston on a, on a court at the same time and that Raven, that new uh, the, the number one selection or number two, um, it's, it's impeccable that not only this year are we going to win. I, I have a very good feeling about that. Something odd has to happen. Um, but we are going to win for years to come. And when you look at this, when you just said she was the ACC freshman of the year, yeah. she saw that, was the, the freshman of the year on her team, and said, you know what, I want to go to a better team that's going to win. Absolutely. I, and she's the type of player that clearly she just won it. Clearly she knows she's a good player, but she she took a lesser role to be here to play for a championship team instead of, oh, let me stay at Syracuse, get my numbers, yeah. try to get drafted WNBA, crap like that, where that's where we need the men's basketball team. Yeah, to there's a word for that. You know what that is? Selfless. Yes. She is a very selfless player because she knows that if she's with a championship team now she can also say she is selfish in the way that she wants to win but at the same time as you as you uh, stated she could stay at Syracuse and get 20 points a game 15 rebounds four blocks and, and be drafted 
But at the same time, when she leaves Syracuse, how many championships she's going to have? What is she going to be known for? Is she going to be able to lead a team anywhere? I don't think so. Down here, she has the opportunity to still lead this team. As individuals, you you got five people on the court. Each one of them can be a, a, a captain and lead the team and help each other out every single day. Uh, Frank Martin, if you're listening, you need to sit down with uh, uh, Dawn Staley and find out how she got these kind of individuals to come here. And she needs you, he, Frank Martin needs to know how they they play selfless basketball because you know it's only one one game one uh, exhibition game, but we've seen time and time again through yeah. the past couple years of examples of how selfless this women's basketball team is and the and the, then you look at the men's team and we talked about it all last year it's all completely opposite it's the opposite of everything that the women's team's doing successfully and now i feel like though this year we have some guys that'll i feel like all the guys that were selfish left mm-hmm. i feel like now we got some guys that really want to ball yeah really want to play together i think that uh um a, a clean slate you know, all these all these men on this team, you have a fresh opportunity. It doesn't matter what you did last year. Yesterday is gone. Today is a present. It's a gift. Take advantage of it. Wake up this morning and think we didn't do anything last year. This year we have the opportunity. It doesn't matter who we're playing against. We're going to learn to play as a team. We're going to learn selfless basketball. We're going to build this chemistry unlike last year, and we're going to not only win – more games, but we are going to push ourselves to the limit to get to and play well in the SEC tournament towards the end of the year. Now, nobody's saying Frank Martin's team is going to get into um, even the, the the NCAA tournament. Might get in, might might not. Um, but a tournament bid of some sort uh, would be great and 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 win a few games because that is a, that is a block that they need in order to get more more talent, in-state talent, to stay here in South Carolina. Because if we're going to continue to fail, nobody's going to – we're going to continue to receive no four- and five-star players. Yeah, and this – last year we talked about it uh, right towards the end of the season. Frank Martin's – he knows he's his time's running out if he can't keep winning. Yeah, if he doesn't do well this if year, he he's, uh, win, he's, he's out the door. Out. Yeah. So uh, he's fighting for his job, and hopefully these players see that and – fight for him and yeah. try to you know there's the other thing is you never know some of these guys you know some of these freshmen some of these transfers they could really come in here and we could make this team we could there's no reason why we couldn't make the NCAA so there's let me teams make it. let no me ask you this can't. I know that we beat Benedict by 50 points a women's team because we're great players the competition wasn't there obviously so the competition should not be there for the men's team either so what is your prediction Realistic prediction about this score. It's going to happen tomorrow. What should we expect, and what do you think we're going to get? Tomorrow, I'm expecting I, I'm expecting 100, 108 to, I'm going to go 90. You think so? Yeah. It's a, oh, wait. It's college. I forgot there's not fourth quarter. Wait, there's quarters, isn't there? Yes, I told, there I, is. There's I'm four quarters. It's late in the day. It's, a mid, it's hump day. You know, I'm... I'm losing it. Anyways, yes. yeah, four quarters, uh-huh. 100 points. You should be able to score 100 points on Benedict. Okay. And then hold them to 90, to maybe low, high 80s, mm-hmm. right? Play some defense. That What I really want to see, though, is the women's stats. Guess how many bench points they had. How many? Well, out of, out of the 98 they scored. I'm going to say, hold on. I'm going to say... About 45. 64. 64. 64 bench points. So oh. that's 
That's what I want to see. I want to see everyone get touches. I want to see. I want to see seven, eight point score, eight plus point <clears throat> scorers. I want to see some good defense. I really just want to see how this team gels and see how every piece of the puzzle works. I I need Gamecock Nation to remember this. Mm-hmm. That Tom don't call me Brady. Brady don't call me Tom. It's saying one oh nine to ninety something. I am predicting seventy six to fifty five. We oh, are, you think it's gonna be a slug? We are going to win. Because I don't think we are above Benedict, but the way we played last year, unless something turned around, we got great players, we are not that far above Benedict. So I think we're gonna win about twenty, twenty five points, but we're not gonna blow them out. That's fair. That's fair. That's a good point. Uh I don't, I don't know. I want to see how these guys play. I want to see. I feel like we got a lot of new faces. Mm-hmm. The only ones I really remember, you know, Jermaine Kuznard, Mike Green. Mike Green barely even played. Uh, Wilden's Laque, Laque, I don't know. I, all these names, man. Uh, and then of course, Keyshawn Bryant's back. Yeah. And and then the. Uh, but you know what's going to happen with Keyshawn, right? <clears throat> what's that? <clears throat> he was that cat last year who was very selfish. He wanted his numbers. He did want his numbers. Um, he was he was pretty good in, on, his, on when he did play, but uh, like Lawson, I think he was following his coattails a little too much, and, and, and unless that um, Frank can get some of that uh, selfishness out of him, I think we're going to have a problem early this season and eventually have to gel. What a uh, the biggest problem with Keyshawn Bryant is that he can get to the rim, he can get fouls. But then he can't hit his free throws. Yeah, inconsistent. It it got it turned into the end. Of, like teams would know if it's a crucial possession, just foul Keyshawn Bryant. He can't yeah. hit the free throws. Yeah, he would either always go. He would be lucky to go one for two on yeah. that line. Yeah. So that that is an issue with him. Uh, I did notice last year he was the selfish player that used. Yeah. More self, a more selfish player than the other ones were, but you know. I feel like the whole team was last year. Yeah, they kind of need to lose their egos. Yeah. I mean, you guys suck. Let, 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 let's be straight up with it. You all <laughs> sucked last year. Yeah. And you are not expected to do anything this year. So be humble. Know that you have nowhere to go but up. And and start working together. You have nothing to lose here. Go out and do the best you can and try new things and develop a chemistry that, uh, that, that Don Staley's team has. And evolve. Evolve into a team that people want to come and see and players want to come and play for. I agree. I 100% agree. I can't wait to see them play, though. I feel like we got some – we might got some shooters that we got from, like, the guy from Washington, Eric Stevenson. We yeah. got a shooter. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what uh, Chico Carter Jr. looks like uh, from Murray State. And uh, just to, I'm just excited to see what these guys look like. So – Speaking of, uh, not speaking of anything, actually. Let's move on to our last subject. Yes, sir. And let's get Mr. Riley Hudson in here. Riley, is your mic working in that room? Can you hear me? Ah, yeah, I can. Is it loud? Can you hear him better than I, I can? can hear him loud and clear. There All right, we go. sweet. All right, Riley, you just watched your team win the championship last night. Just describe the feeling. Yeah, it was great. It was it was just like a movie. Uh, um, last night, or... It was like a movie to Braves fans, which I know there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of here in Columbia. Braves won Game Six of the World Series, seven to uh, seven to nothing, to secure their first World Championship in 26 years. Um, in my opinion, sports media has moved on a little too quick. Um, I've I've gotten so many notifications today about just predictions for the 2022 season. Um, 
uh, a lot about Freddie Freeman, and uh, Freddie Freeman's played 12 seasons with the Braves and uh, only the Braves, and he finally got a ring last night. Everyone in baseball loved to see it, but uh, Braves are in danger of losing Freddie Freeman as he's entering uh, free agency for the first time in his career. And uh, not only in the Braves, not only are the Braves in trouble of losing Freddie Freeman, they're also uh, in trouble to lose some other powerful bats to free agency. Outfielder Adam Duvall, uh, outfielder Jock Peterson, uh, NLCS MVP Eddie Rosario, and World Series MVP Jorge Soler. But all, not all is lost with the uh, the Braves. They uh, they get their young star back next year in Ronald Acuna, along with their ace Mike Soroka. Uh, so this Braves team will look a whole lot different next year, and I'd love to see them make another make another run at it. But uh, for right now, and between right now and the spring, it's time to celebrate in Atlanta. And uh, it, it was just so magical to see it because uh, Braves fans lost a uh, a player who was very dear to their heart, and uh, Hank Aaron, Hank, not uh, excuse me, Hank Aaron, earlier this year in January. And every single game that was played in Truist Park, there was a number 44 in center field to uh, celebrate the life of Hank Aaron. And it, like I said, it was just like a movie to see him win it this year. I agree. I agree. You know, I, I covered the uh, World Series today on sports when I was broadcasting uh, um, the game today. And it, it was impeccable. You know, uh, the, the crowd was insane. The uh, uh, the the atmosphere was uh, like un unlike I've ever seen before. Now it's funny because 26 years ago, guess what I was doing was I was watching the the Atlanta Braves win with old Tom Glavin and uh, David Justice back in the day, which is fantastic. In fact, Tom Glavin did call that game. I was really excited, and and Jorge uh, Solard. I mean, it was unbelievable. I mean, he hitting them home runs, yeah, and then uh, really uh, went out of the park. Yeah, uh, and, and Freddie uh, at the end of the game, he hit the the one to make it seven to nothing. It, it was a great. It was great. It's great for Atlanta. But ladies and gentlemen, and, and, and our pro, our producer guy, you got to be positive that these guys are coming back because who wants to play for a team that's not winning? These cats want to play for a team that's going to win. And Freddie Freeman has been treated very well in Atlanta, so I'm optimistic that they're going to re-sign him and keep him in 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 the old ATL. I uh, I was listening to you saying all the free Riley saying all the free agents that are coming up, and all I thought of is you know. You know what solves everything? A ring and some yes. fat cash. Yep. Because there's no salary cap in baseball. It's all about the owners, what they're willing to spend. Yeah. And if you just get a ring on your finger, man, you're signing blank checks. Yeah. You are signing blank checks to whatever player just won it for you. But so. just like we said, at like any given Saturday, some of these great players could leave because there's going to be money on the table. Yeah. Um, and uh, the, you know the Yankees and yes. the Dodgers are going to oh, be yeah. throwing money out. Because them. every other team in, in, in the major leagues is a farm team to New York. They want big names up there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Freddie Freeman, Ronald Acuna is an outstanding player. I'm hoping he comes back great. I got his rookie card, which yeah. is was awesome wow, sauce. Um, and, um, you know, all, all these great people are, are, I mean, keep the chemistry together, win again next year. Yeah, no, I'm excited to see how they play next year, and uh, hopefully my, my Red Sox will be there, too. No, they won't. But anyways, <laughs> guess what? What was also revealed last night was the college football playoffs. The first one was re- revealed, and at number five, does anybody know? I don't think you know. Do you know? Yeah. Who? 
Uh, crap. They I didn't think down. so. Ohio State Buckeyes. Oh, and at number yeah. four was my Oregon Duckaroos. Got to put it in there. Number three, Michigan State Spartans. That's a Cinderella team. Number number two is the Alabama Crimson Tide. And, of course, the best defense in the country, the NFL team of the college world, is the Bulldogs of Junior. To be fair, I feel bad for number six. Cincinnati, Cincinnati, it doesn't matter. They're not even uh, – they, they are there by luck, to be honest with you. They won a, they won a, a big game. And uh, they can win out and still not go up. That's fair. Uh, well, that does it for the countdown. We're running out of time. The music for the show is called No, Ni- no Time to Lose by Morning Light Music. The countdown is a production of WC News and produced by me, Jay Weaver, and Riley Hudson. If you like what you hear and want to check out other WC News podcasts, head over to GarnetMediaGroup.org or any other podcast streaming service. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at WSC The Countdown. And email us, please, at thecountdownwsc at gmail.com. Everybody get out there for that Gamecocks game. We need the support. ESPN's going to be there. Get some autographs. Get some stickers. Get some brouha before the game. Mm-hmm. Enjoy yourself and support the team. All right. That does it for the week. I'm ready for Cheryl. G-Money Dog, homie, bro. J-Dog. And, this, and the countdown ends in three, two, one.